Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the Blitzburg Squad. I'm Wesley Seeley, joined alongside Shane Smith. Thanks for joining us as we dive into the Week 6 preview of the Steelers versus the Browns. Divisional game, really looking forward to this one. I'm actually really excited for this game. Um, I know both squads have looked really good to start the season. 4-0, 4-1. It's going to be a good one at Heinz Field, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our first divisional game for, for us, so that's... A uh, little later in the season than most of us probably want, because yeah. then that means it's kind of backloaded for us. But yeah. uh, definitely, you know, we're facing a Browns team that is way more, uh, way more of a contender than they've ever been. Yep. Um, and they didn't change a whole lot of pieces from this year to last year, but their biggest difference is coaching. And yep. I, I think their coach has been able to utilize and slow down the mistakes of Baker um, and, and utilizing Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt a lot better. Um, but, yeah, I, overall I'm just super excited to watch this game. Yeah. Um, w- win or lose, uh, I do believe it's going to be a tight one. Yeah, I would agree with you there. This is going to be a, a different matchup. It's going to be the best matchup we've had so far this year. It's going to really put us to the test. Um, and the Browns are really a team that – aren't the Browns of last year. They're in a more improved, and like you said, they still have the same pieces, but because of their coaching, they're really a more improved team this year. They've shown it in their record. I think they've just, either Kevin Stefanski's just, just done a good job at basically utilizing what they've done well. Run the ball, mm-hmm. run the ball, run the ball. Even with Nick Chubb out, they've been doing an okay job with Hunt and the other dude. Uh, I want to say it's Kevin Johnson. Okay. Could be wrong. Might be wrong. but uh, <laughs> I know it's Johnson. That sounds right. He's been doing a good job, too, run, running the ball. Um Baker's done a pretty stout job when they've asked him to do what he's needed to do. I, I will say he's struggled a bit in the fourth quarter. His numbers in the fourth quarter have really, really looked bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be something to keep an eye on too because if they you know, if they don't have the lead or if they have the lead going into the fourth, like what's he going to look like either holding onto the lead or trying to come back and gain the lead because then they might get away from the, the run a little bit and switch a little more to the pass. So Right, right. Yeah, Baker's done well. Um, it, it's still one of those where if I was a Browns fan, I, I'm still unsure if Baker's my my guy long term. Um, there's times when you look at him, uh, honestly, like last week, uh, up until, you know, near the end, and I don't remember his stats from last week, but he looked good for most of that game yeah. um, to where you're like, man, that guy looks really, really solid, like, that could be our quarterback for the future. Right. But then there's other games that you look at him and you're like, what, what is he what doing? Is he doing? Yeah. Um, and, and so you're thankful at times, like when you play the Cowboys to have that running game that rushes for 307 yeah. yards. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and, and so it's going to be interesting to see what Baker we get, you know, is he going to be good the whole game? Um, or are we going to get to him, rattle him early, hit him right. hard, you know, and, and just kind of throw him off his timing to where, it's going to be like, okay, it's running and, and hopefully setting up or, or doing trick plays because I know they've done a lot of trick plays this yeah, year they too. And uh, arounds, Jarvis Landry throwing to Odell Beckham, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham throwing to Jarvis Landry, so you don't know what you're going to get, yeah. uh, which, which may even be leading to uh, some of their success because teams are just like, well, what the heck do we do? they got three quarterbacks on the field. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they, they pull out any of those gadget plays versus us because that might throw us off. Um, I think first and foremost we're going to try to stop stop their running game because oh, yeah. that's what they do the best. So I think if they try to just um, you know bottle up Kareem Hunt, try to get him stuffed early, and mm-hmm. then try to make Baker make the throws and force 
you know, as long as we continue continue with the the, brith, uh, the blitzes and the pressures, uh, hopefully we can get them rattled and then uh, force some inerrant throws. Um, I think that'll help our defense. I think that'll help our secondary. Um, and then just making them one-dimensional, I don't think Baker's made for that. I think he's made for run to open up the pass kind of deal. Right. And that's what they've done really well, and that's what Kevin Stefanski, I think, has figured out for their team and make them so mm-hmm. successful is because they've been able to run the ball really, really well, and then it's been opening up for trick plays, and uh, you know it's made people load the box and then try to you know stop the run, mm-hmm. but then they catch them off guard when they run gadget plays or or b- I've seen a lot of the the times Baker will do a rollout and sometimes it's even to the left side too and then he'll turn his body and then just crank the ball down the field and I wonder mm-hmm. if that's because they get the play action going because of the run and everything I don't know it'd be something to, to keep our eyes out for because we'll want to try to contain that if we can yeah almost like you want to spy on there. Um, or, and I'd be interested to see because I, I don't think zones the right thing to call. I know. Um, I'd like to see us maybe not even full man to man, but I'd like to see us play more man, um, with, with maybe some help from time to time, uh, because you have Jarvis Landry, you have Austin Hooper, you have OBJ, you have Kareem Hunt, who's a great backfield, um, re- receiver there, mm-hmm. and so it's something where he's got a lot of those weapons to be able to play around with, along with that running, uh, running game. Um, but you're right; I think it all starts with stopping the run. You know, it, hitting the run early and often, yep. and, and not allowing the big plays. Um, I don't want to see us in prevent all the time, like we have been and have been getting burned mm-hmm. on. But at the same time. Um, you know, I, I want more of our defensor, defenders behind uh, and running to the guy that gets the ball than the guy being past them and it's one man to be trying, <laughs> right. you know, trying to have somebody tackle them or something along those lines. Right, yeah. I think it's going to be – I hope they kind of mix it up a little bit and do like a little bit of man, a little bit of zone, but that prevent rush three, rush four guys is not going to be it, I don't think. I no, think the, if you run that, we're done. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see us having success. I kind of don't think they will because I think they'll try to load the box to stop the run. So that way they'll show more people up towards the line, whether they drop back or whether they don't. Like, I think they're probably going to be sending some more pressure towards Baker. And I mm-hmm. think that's just my prediction. But um, would you say you're more concerned about Jarvis and Odell, or are you more concerned about like Kareem and the other gentleman, Johnson? <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. We'll just go with Johnson. We'll go with Johnson. Um, not so much Odell. I, I know their goal is get Odell early and often, get him involved, because then that helps later game. Mm-hmm. Um, so personally what I would do is stop the run, but at the same time, keep Odell from making those plays force it to Hooper or force it to Landry because then if you start to get Odell frustrated Odell's not quiet about it and Odell starts to I think get himself into into his own head mm-hmm. to where he just gets real frustrated and start make starts making mistakes uh, so I think if you do that then it's kind of on Landry um, but he still can kind of kind of kill you Um Kareem, I'm worried about the catching out of the backfield and us, like, blitzing and not focusing in on him. Mm. But ultimately, I think it's the wideouts more. Um, you know, our, our secondary's not given up a 300 passer yet this year, but at the same time, we haven't looked good. I mean, mm-hmm. when you when you have a 
Uh, I thought he was undrafted, but I believe he's actually a seventh-round pick, that Fulgham out of Philly. Yeah. When he catches 10 for 152, and he's wide open in the end zone when you know he's your problem. Right. Um, you know, it, it's hard not to say, hey, I'm scared about the wideouts because we've held – I mean – Miles Sanders broke a 74-yard run, and we still held him under 100 yards total as yeah. an entire team for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, so I think Which it's just got to be the wideouts. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree because I don't. I I think Cream Hunt's a good running back, and I think their offensive line has done a really good job at opening lanes and making those running lanes for their their runners. But man, they've got Jarvis Landry, Odo Beckham, is it Austin Hooper? Yeah, Austin and Hooper I and think, David Njoku. Yeah, Njoku isn't injured. I thought he was, but I think he's back. Um, yeah, so they've got weapons to spread it around. I think that's going to be the concern for me. Mm-hmm. Is like I think we'll stuff the run and make them pass it, and then I don't know if we'll completely stop them because they've got a lot of good weapons. They've got a lot of good players, so it's going to be tough. We're going to have to come up with a good scheme and uh, and try to make adjustments more <laughs> this week than we did last week because we didn't make adjustments quick enough against Fulgham. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's, if, if they get going on the passing game, you got to figure out something, whether switch to man or switch to a different look or something. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting to see that. Um, yeah, I guess, um, too, um, Baker Mayfield, I see uh, – I saw a stat today that his line's done actually really well for him. Uh, I want to say they're, like, seventh in the league um, with sacks allowed, which surprises me. I'm shocked right. by that. Um, so, I, I'm going to be – really interested to see how our our blitz does against him because mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just i know they've run it a lot too so that helps right um so i wonder if it's going to be more of a we're going to be just kind of breaking that that streak for them and just getting home and, and really getting to baker or if it's going to be hey they might hold off our blitz and that might kind of play into the shredding of our secondary too Right. I don't know. How do, Almost how do you see like last game. It's going to be interesting, and I, this is kind of why I kept the injury report up. Yeah. So uh, with their line, um, the right guard, Wyatt Teller, um, he's he's apparently been really, really solid. Yes. Um, for some reason, I feel like he his pro football focus, he's the number one guard for both left and right guards He might total. be. Um, he did not practice with a calf, and he left the game last week with a calf injury. Oh, wow. Um, and Chris Hubbard, we may or may not know that name. <laughs> Familiar name. Um, took over as as the right guard there, and I think he did okay. Um, but, you know, if you're going from number one in pro football focus ranking to whatever, it, you know, there's still going to be a step down. And then J.C. Treader, their center, He's limited with a knee. Whether that's something that's lingering and stuff, unfortunately, I don't know enough about the Browns. I don't keep track with them. So, I mean, there's your center and your right guard. That that could be two losses. And I know um, not last week, but the week before uh, when they were playing Jack Conklin, the right tackle they signed, he had missed, I don't know if it was the whole like second half of a game or, or something like that, uh, and, and Chris Hubbard was the right tackle that game, uh, at least for a few plays, because he was hurt with okay. uh, with something. So their line's done well, but their line also seems to be a little beat up, um, even if they're not all on the injury report. And that would be something to look at, because if Teller doesn't play and you have Hubbard at the right guard and something happens to Conklin, Right. What? Who's going to back him up? And yeah. I mean, immediately that that right side of the line is going to be your your uh, downside, and that's somewhere where TJ can thrive. Although he'll probably get bear hugged, and the refs won't say a <laughs> won't thing. Call it, huh? 
um, as the whole year has been. Yeah. Um, but I, it's hard for me to say that our pass rush isn't going to get there because even even when like we haven't thought it's looked good, we're averaging five a game. I mean, we have twenty through four games. We're tied for the league, and the team that's tied with us, I don't even know who. I know it's not the Eagles because they only had one last week. Mm-hmm. But they've played five games, so they're averaging four a week. We're averaging five a week. Right. Um, it, it's hard for us to just I, – I, I think it's so hard not for us to get there. And, and it seems like we get – we at least hit them early in the game. Like, we, we get there early, and then all of a sudden it's like second and third quarter. We just kind of disappear. Right. And then the fourth quarter, whenever the game's on the line, we pop back up. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so I'd like to see it more consistent, but I yeah. think if we can hit Baker early um, and even rattle him a little bit uh, to, to question, you know, oh, is Bud coming from that left tackle because he got here early? Or is J.J., right. we, we know we're holding him every time and it's not getting cold, um, but, you know, is T.J. coming after me and do I need to switch out just to give him that extra second or two of hesitation right. that, that we can get home a little bit more with Tuit or Hayward or Alu-Alu or, or something along those lines. So, you know, I know they have a good line and they've put a lot of money into that line to mm-hmm. make it a good line. Um, but they have some injury concerns, and uh, I, I ultimately think that our, our front is just too too dangerous and too deep to where we can swap guys in and out pretty frequently to not get there and just at least rattle Baker a couple of times. Right. Yeah. No, I um I kind of think it plays into if when they stop the run because if if they do stop the run and make them one dimensional cuz I don't know if really the Browns have had a defense been able to stop their running game i could be wrong but uh no maybe, 100 and, I mean, maybe the first week against the ravens uh the ravens uh i don't know if it was 136 or 138 oh wow uh, so they, they, st- they gave up running so they literally last last week against the colts um 125 yards was their lowest for the season Jeez. so yeah so they're still like they've still been able to get 100 yards on the ground every week at least 100 yards yeah unless that that cowboys game was like 300 307 yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> but like like if if you do stop the run which i think we can very well do this game mm-hmm. stop the run make them one-dimensional then that will lead to more pass rush getting there getting home more blitzes more everything because um two i think like it's a division game like they're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder they're going to want right. to go out there really stick it to them um I know the Browns are kind of up on their high horse right now because they've gotten the last four wins. So right, I'm yeah, s- they're they're excited. They're they're on a on the ball and and trying to keep going. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll be playing for a lot too. But I just think like, man, our like you said, it's going to be hard not to see the Steelers get there. Like, it's almost a guarantee or a given we're going to get at least some sacks. Right. Right. Um, so I think a lot of a lot of pressure just making them one dimensional totally tie into that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And uh, if you were to guess, um, with everything that the Browns have and how many weapons and things like mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, you know, we know their their rushing's good. I, I believe it's number one in the league. Uh, what would you think their passing is? I would say probably middle of the pack, like sixteenth, fifteenth, twenty fourth. Is it really? And that's with playing five games. Wow. We have played four, and we have 33 yards less passing than the Browns have. Wow. <laughs> so, like, 
it's weird to say because they have all these weapons, but they just haven't relied on Baker to throw it or put it in his hands. Um, And so it's something else where that may work out in our favor. Our our defensive backs, you know, want to prove themselves, so maybe they're coming out hungry, especially after getting a lot of scrutiny. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it it could work out where they're going to try to run it, and then whenever they have to put the ball in their hands – Maybe we can we can kind of you know right right the ship and say okay our our DBs are back we're doing good you know everybody can kind of lay off myself included yeah yeah <laughs> no I got you no yeah I, I think you're right that's that's an interesting stat I didn't know they were doing that bad um, in the passing game and I think that's like we said I think that's a lot of the reason why they've been winning games though they've just been less reliant on Baker yeah and just been asking him to more so control it i guess yeah, more he, so control the game he's more a game manager right he he's your alex smith Al, yep exactly right. alex smith was the first name that popped yeah, into mind like you know very Al, yeah he you know Al, alex smith when he was in his prime and didn't break his tibula i don't know what he tibia? broke severe, severe injury yeah that left him out of football for two years um but i mean he was a game manager there was games yeah. when he could you know throw 20 for 20 and, you know, put up all these yards and throw for three or four touchdowns. But then there was games that he might only throw for one touchdown. Right. Um, and, and he relied on everybody else on the team. And I, I, I feel that that's more Baker mm-hmm. um, for sure, you know. Uh, or even uh, Kirk Cousins. Right. Uh, you know, we, we've seen good, we've seen bad Kirk Cousins, and it's because if he has to take over the game, mm-hmm. he's not doing a good job at it. He's not making the right reads. He's feeling pressured. It's and, almost and like too like much that. for him to handle. Yeah. yeah. And, and so – uh, you know, I almost feel like that's Baker. Yeah. Um, you know, Baker needs to have something else in the front, and then that gives him more time. That gives him, you know, more more of a thought process, and yep. and it kind of helps him. So hopefully, it, we get after it him. It takes quite a the bit. pressure off of him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, I know we talked a lot about the offense. Um, after our recap of the Eagles game, we were really really pleased with how they played. They looked great. They looked very efficient. They were really clicking on, seemed like all cylinders, basically the whole game. Um, do you kind of see it going the same way this game? Do you kind of see it taking it taking a step back? Um, I'm gonna say that we keep the ball rolling. I don't know if we score 38 or if we have to score 38. Um, I, I see us trying to stay balanced. Um, and, and the Browns defense is a good defense. Mm-hmm. Um. My thing for them is is their linebackers. They got rid of Joe Schobert. Um, I still don't think that was a, a good let go. Uh, I thought he was a you know a staple piece in that center. They you know they they must not have. So that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, and and I mean they have a good front four. You know they have Miles Garrett who at one point was leading the league in sacks. I know he's up to six for the year. I, I don't know if he got another one, uh, but I know he at least had one this past Sunday to to put him up to six. I want to say Aaron Darnold, Donald, because he had four <laughs> last week, kind of took over that. But Miles Garrett is on his, you know, revenge tour, quote unquote. Uh, Denzel Ward is still solid. Mm-hmm. Um, their secondary, though, is their weak link, kind of like us. Uh, you know, Greedy Williams has been out. I don't know if he's going to play this week or not. Uh, Let me reopen this he's not on the injury report. So unless they threw him on um, IR, Mm. he may be back. uh, But their linebacker, Tay Davis, Ty, Ty Davis, Tay Davis, T-A-E Davis, 
Uh, he was limited. Jordan Elliott, I know, has an ankle injury. He's full. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, their safety, oh, yeah. did not practice. He has a concussion. Uh, Carl Joseph, their safety, has a hamstring, did not practice. Then uh, defensive tackle Larry Ogunjobi, abdomen, he was limited. I know he didn't practice last – or didn't play last week. Their linebacker Jacob Phillips, their knee, did not practice. Um, and then Oliver Vernon, groin, limited. I know it's only Wednesday's report, uh, so more to come, you know, tomorrow and Friday are the big mm-hmm. ones. But that's a lot of defensive players, especially when you're looking at safety Carl Joseph and safety Ronnie Harrison being out. Right. That, that kind of puts more on Sandejo. Yeah. And I don't know if you've watched Sandejo play. He's not looked great. Yeah, I don't um, think Sandejo's ever been really great. but No, he's been okay. Yeah, um, he, that's what I would consider him as. But he's not been good. And, and the Browns' biggest weakness is when you put a seam right down the middle of the field. They seem to spread that and, and kind of dare people to throw in the middle. And with your linebackers hurt and your safeties hurt, right. that's a good spot for Ebron to just shoot up right. or, dare I say, throw Chase Claypool right. down there Right, throw again. him that same route. Um. Yeah, man. It, I think um, that is a long list of injuries for those guys, especially on the defensive <laughs> side. I know those guys, though, will be really, really pushing to play because they'll want to play this divisional game. Oh, so absolutely. it'll be interesting to see. Like you said, it is kind of still early in the week for practicing and, and reports, but um, that kind of might smooth itself out. But if it stays like that, man, they might have some serious weakness in that back end for their safeties, and that might be a serious problem. Yeah, and that would keep our offense ticking, oh, I, I think. Yeah. you know that, that would be like, okay, they're without half of their starters. Right. Let's just take it to him. You know, let, let's pound on the points, and let's for once not give our Steeler fans a heart attack near right. the end of the Control game. Control the game and I, I, I think take if it we're up end. by three scores, Baker's going to feel the pressure to have to throw it, and, and so our offense needs to come out fast, score points on the first drive for once, please. <laughs> I know we've done three points one time this year. I want a touchdown on our first drive and just put the pressure on immediately to yeah. Baker. I would almost say that if we won the coin toss, because we haven't lost a coin toss yet this year, we hmm. take the ball and we take it to him right we out score. of the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of think to go back to an assessment of what we think the offense is going to look like, I almost kind of think I think the offense will stay clicking. It'll, it'll hum along, but it won't, like you said, I don't think they'll score 38. I think they'll do close to it. Um, but just being in divisional game, Browns are going to play us like an even better defense than they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and it's just going to be tough for us to score. It's going to be tough for us to get going. But I think they'll find a way. I think they kind of use a little bit of what they used against the Eagles last week. They'll see exactly what they did well, kind of use that, and maybe just kind of morph it to fit the game plan against the Browns. But, man, if they can do anything of what they did last week, I think we'll be happy. I think we'll be yeah. ecstatic for – uh, the game plan and how they look on the field because, man, like I said, they just consistently scored on possession after possession after they did possession. Two, two punts is great. Yeah. And, and another nice thing is Derek Watt is back to full practicing. So oh, he, that's right. I did see that. He should be on track to play unless he has a setback. That'd be and great. And that'll be great for a running game. Yeah. Um, you know, take some more time off, have that extra blocker for Connor. Yep. And, uh, you know, even though – I think Vance kind of filled in a little bit as that fullback. Uh, Derek Watts not no slouch either, where he's great on special teams, and he's also, you know, he, he could kind of bounce out of the backfield and catch one too, right. uh, you know, unexpectedly. Uh, so it's something where 
I think things are just looking up when you compare the Browns defense to our offense. Yep. Um, even though we have some injuries on our offensive line, just like the Browns do, yeah. you know, uh, you know, Pouncey and DeCastro are two big, big concerns. I've heard that Pouncey is more likely to play and they're still kind of evaluating DeCastro. I know it's his abs, yeah. but we don't know the severity of it. Right. But Dotson's come in and played well. Dotson's we played great, man. Just talking about that. Yeah, Dotson's <laughs> played great. Filer really, for the majority of the part, I think it's done pretty well. But, yeah, man, Dotson, such a surprise. Come in rookie year. Yeah, rookie. And, I mean, he's just piling it on. And, and yeah, he he had a penalty last week. Yeah, um, one holding but, penalty. but uh, No, Okafor had the holding. He had the illegal man downfield. Oh, did he? Yeah, which was crap. It was horrible. So he had the illegal man downfield whenever, I don't know if it was a first down or a touchdown or something along those lines right. that got called back. It was because... They went to pass protect. He went he, – he had nobody to block, so he just stayed where he was. The offensive line then went back. He was on the line of scrimmage, and you're allowed to go one yard past the line of scrimmage. He was on the line of scrimmage, but because the offensive line was three yards back, they called him for it illegal man. It made it look worse. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my gosh. The, the refs were horrible last week. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's got one penalty on him for that, and then Okafor had the hold, but – you know, it was yeah, our but, first one of the year as well. Like, but right, I, I mean, f- for that, sh- whatever that call could go really either go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for even just having a one flag uh, or one penalty game, we'll take that. I oh mean, yeah, geez, um, yeah, I think he's done a really, really good job for filling in. I mean, you really didn't see any loss when DeCastro went out. I mean, no offense to Castro because we love DeCastro, right. but when he went out and De- Dotson filled in, like you didn't really see any laps there. No, maybe maybe in size. I want to say <laughs> right. DeCastro's a little bigger than Dotson, um, and, and I think DeCastro's better at your uh, passing protection, uh, but Dotson's great at your running run blocking. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those where, okay, yeah, it might be a little worse on the pass. Ben needs to get the ball out quicker, but he's also getting it out in 2.24 seconds, Yeah, which I don't know what Ben's statistics have been throughout the year. 2.24 seconds is really quick. Real quick. Um, that's third quickest in the league. Yeah. If you would have ever said that about Ben six seven years ago gosh it would probably been like eight seconds yeah you would have <laughs> never thought that ben could have went from what he was then to 2.24 yeah like that's absolutely great so you don't have to rely on that rookie or okafor or villanueva to hold that block for four or five seconds mm-hmm. it's literally catch it throw it yeah and it's working out well and then when it comes to the run okay dotson's just gonna blow this guy out of the way and that's fine oh, i have no issue with it yeah so oh yeah that is crazy. I didn't know about that, about his release time. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. It keeps him upright. Yeah. They've only allowed six sacks in four games. Good. Man, that's crazy. That's, I mean, that's on pace for 24 for the year. I don't know if that would be his lowest or not, but that's that's fairly low. That's Yeah, that's good. I would take that, especially if they're not hard hits, too. You know? Right. Yeah, All most of them one, but haven't seen, you know, it wasn't like Vin, Vince Williams on. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think. I just blanked. Um, uh, you're talking about his hit on. Um, why can I not think of their quarterback? <laughs> I got called for roughing yeah, the passer. Uh, Wentz. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Man, Jeez. alive. Dear I Lord. literally blanked. Like I couldn't which, even see like the jersey there yeah, for I a know. second. I was like, uh. Which, which man was such a bogus call. But Horrible. I, I won't get into it too much. But yeah. that was a that was a bogus call. I mean, I I saw like a uh, somebody took a picture of the 
of the hit just before the impact, and he was like already diving for him, and and the one or the ball was just going out of Wentz's hands. Like, yeah. like what do you, what do you want him to bang, do? Bang bang play. Right. Yeah. What do you want him to do? Seriously, all I'm saying is. The Steelers need to get with the refs, see how much the Browns are offering, and just offer them a little bit more to <laughs> side more. with them Maybe because I'm tired. <laughs> yes, Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or put the uh, or put the replacement refs back in. I think they <laughs> might do better. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Um, one more thing on the offense that I'd kind of like to see this game, which would be actually sweet. This game is to connect more on the deep balls because mm-hmm. man it's not like Ben doesn't have the arm strength he actually has awesome arm strength there's been no no um disadvantage or no lapse there in his arm strength it's been great mm-hmm. but man he's just been overshooting his guys I don't think he's been connecting with very many deep balls so it'd be nice to connect with some of those yeah it would be great to connect with some of those and I think almost Ben like still is trying to figure out like what his arm strength is because right. apparently it, it's kind of come out it, that you know Ben kind of did am- damage to his elbow years and years ago, mm-hmm. and just never just did anything. Been yeah. And then finally last year, it finally just snapped. Yeah. Um. So now it's kind of like, okay, I'm 38. I shouldn't be able to throw it as well as I am, and now I'm bombing it. Yeah. Uh. Kind of like I did when you know when I was 24, <laughs> and so he's just not used to it. So I think it'll eventually get there. He's just. I think they need to take more deep shots at practice. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe during scrimmages or something like that. I don't know if you're allowed to. I know the the NFL changes up rules all the time when it comes to practices. Right. But if you're allowed to, like, scrimmage or something like that, take, you know, four or five deep balls, a, a, you know, a practice just to try to, to connect. connect with right. it and, and get your own arm strength. Be- uh, well, get a gauge on your own arm strength and what to do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um it's and it's not like I'm faulting what we're doing because what we're doing is working. Right. But, well, no. but when he does try the deep shots and he has tried them, mm-hmm. I've seen some comments of people saying that you know he hasn't really tried deep shots and blah blah. But I've seen them. Right. They just haven't connected really. Other than the Chase Claypool one, like you really, you really haven't seen too many connect. You might have got some PI on some, so that makes up for it a little right. bit. Right. <laughs> right. But like, man, it'd be nice to connect because don't change the game plan. But when you do try it. Uh, man, it'd be sweet to get some of those. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to know what people consider a deep ball because uh, Chase's last catch was it was considered a 35-yard touchdown, but I'd say that the ball probably in the air 20 to 25 yards. Yeah. Um, and I know Chase's uh, first receiving touchdown, maybe his second one, was 32 yards. Uh, so, And I feel like it was probably about 20 yards as well, and then he ran the other – 12 to right. 12 in right um so i mean i would kind of think like 40 plus maybe okay because i mean I, i'm just thinking because if you, if like 30 35 even like might be considered but even that's a little bit yeah i know it's, it, it's weird because the games evolved so much in the time that ben's been right in the league because back in 04 People probably would have said, like, oh, well, 25-yard connection's a deep pass. And mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, we have Mahomes, who's connecting with Tyreek Hill and all these people all the time for 55 yards every throw. And so it's like, well, now that's the deep ball, 50 yeah. yards. And it's like, well, <laughs> some of these quarterbacks can't throw 50 yards. Like, <laughs> yeah, give us right. a break. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would say maybe, like, 40-plus. But I, I don't know. I, I guess that's kind of Which debatable. I don't, but. I don't know. if I mean, the, the big one to Claypool, but – for for eighty four, um, but I don't even know if that was 
40 yards in the air or where he caught it and I, then yeah, ran I think it's it. It's got to be. Well, because he ran. I mean, it was running. He launched for that thing, though, man. It, it was a good throw. It, it, was a, it was a money throw. That thing was right in stride. That was a good throw. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was more than 40, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. That was, that was a good looking throw, but yeah, it'd be nice to kind of see some more of those connect. That would be sweet this game. Yeah. Um, you have a bold prediction for the game? Yeah, uh, so I've dogged on our secondary, and uh, I still think that, you know, it's it's a weak link, but I'd like to see it change. I, I want to see more pressure in that get involved, and uh, I'm going to say Steven Nelson, the one who I keep dogging on the most, uh, gets two more picks, and I th- that would put him with a four, and I would assume probably lead the NFL. I don't know what the league leader is right now, but four is pretty yeah, good five weeks in. Yeah, I would say. so. Game. Well, technically six weeks, but five games two in. Two last us. game and two this game, that would be one heck of a streak there. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go defense as well. Um, man, I'm kind of torn. I have two bold predictions, but <laughs> maybe I'll stick with one. Uh, I think Mink is finally going to get a splash play. I'll leave it at splash play. I was going to say pick, but I'm going to leave it at splash play. So I'll okay. say... You know, either forcing a fumble, recovering a fumble, uh, tipping a ball to get a pick, or getting a pick. Uh, mm. And, uh, yeah, I think he's finally going to show a splash play. And I think, man, I will say, it's real quick, because I know I mentioned this to you, a lot of people have dogged on Minka for, where's the splash plays? Where's his coverage skills? Where's Minka been? It's like, just pump the brakes a little bit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Minka did great for us last year. Would he end right. up with five picks? I think so. I don't know how many fumble recoveries, two or three? At least. Had three. a couple return to the house. Right, right. So, yeah, and that. comparing mm. last year to this year, I mean, that's really hard for a player of of his position to replicate. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody in the secondary has a, a year just like that, back-to-back season. I mean, if you do, then... Right, I mean, kudos to you, uh, but it's tough you know, to do. Troy Polamalu, Ed Reed, things like that. Right, and... and Minka may morph into that, uh, but the league itself has changed too. Right. To where, like, if, if you start making plays, uh, you know, like Troy or like Ed back in the day used to, they will completely avoid your side of the field, and you got to run sideline right. to sideline. You've line. got a lot more talented passers. You've got a lot more talented offensive coordinators now, I think, more creative awesome offensive coordinators. I think it's a lot tougher now. Like, kudos to Troy and Ed. Those guys are Hall of Famers for sure. Right. Like, man, it's I think it's too tough to judge now because he's just been in our system a year now. Mm-hmm. Like, now. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, man, it's like he can't dog on him too much. I think it's just been the high expectations for him because of last year. Right. And then going into this year, it's just been a little bit unrealistic, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I think he'll show up. It's just it's not going to be like last year. Every game, it almost seemed like he was making some kind of play, but... Um, but yeah, so that's my, that's my little rant, but, but, um, you got a score prediction for the game? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say that the Steelers win it. Uh, I was kind of back and forth because I know we're going to lose one eventually. Um, but being at Heinz field, having, uh, (laughs) (laughs) as much as I'd love to see that, uh, (laughs) I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, and so it's still at Heinz Field. We we have some fans. I know yep. they're allowing fifty five hundred. Apparently, about forty five were had showed up last oh, game. Oh, did they? About a thousand were. Which, by the way, real quick, did you know they didn't play Renegade last week? 
I had wondered. I didn't hear it. I didn't I thought it would have been a perfect time to, right, to at least try you, and play you it. You get your fans back. You'd think you'd want to play it. Just yeah, like, especially when it was close in the fourth. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know either. Sorry Steelers to cut you off. But, um, and so I think the Steelers win this uh, 27-24. 27-24. Yeah, it's going to be a close one. I think uh, mine's 34-27. Okay. I think okay. it's going to be a tight game. I think we're going to pull through and, and win it. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting because I think it's going to come down to um, a defensive stand. I think it's going to – ball's going to be in Baker's hands last last drive to last make to, to make something happen, and we're going to shut him down. So, And, and I could see it going bo- – you know, I could see it being close or I could see it becoming a blowout. I, th- I think it really depends. Like, if our defense starts out strong, starts getting pressure on, on Baker – and our offense continues right where it lefts off and say goes up 21-3. Right. You know, that that just adds way more pressure on a Baker. That puts their whole offense at one-dimensional, yep. and that completely changes what they do, and I think we could just run away with it at that point, yeah. and we need to run away with it at that point. <laughs> and don't um, let off the gas. But <laughs> I just – Keep it rolling. There's too many question marks, uh, offensive, defensive, with injuries and with schemes and things like that um, to, to know that I think it's going to ultimately stay close, especially since it's divisional. I agree. Yep. I agree. It's going to be a good game either way, man. I think it, it could go either way. I'm ultimately going to stake the Steelers, but, yeah, it's going to be a close game, and it could go either way because it's a divisional game, man. AFC North. Yeah. It's going to be a battle. I better get it on my phone because I'm going to be out camping this weekend. Oh, so yeah. No TV, not going to be at home, so I better be able to watch it on my phone or I may cry. <laughs> you know, you'll be asking me to FaceTime you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it. You got anything else to add, man? No. Um just thanks for watching uh if you're on youtube uh like subscribe uh comment oh actually yeah there is something i want to add uh Uh speaking of the comment um just for like even reviews or previews or anything like that uh if people ever want to comment or ask uh you know have one of their questions put on for us to answer in our opinions um you know throw it on there and uh we'll we'll give our our honest feedback on it how we feel and right Comment your score predictions down below, too, because we'd like to hear those. I'm, I'm interested, even some for some Browns fans, too, because I know we have those out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have some Browns fans that we know, so hopefully they they listen just because they like us, right. and uh, especially since it's Steeler Browns, and yep. hopefully we can kind of dog on them a little yeah, bit. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we're not on the other end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's but. worse being on the other end. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for everybody tuning in. Uh, until then, go Steelers. Go Steelers.